Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This is Mark Joseph Bennett coming to you from the Toyota Prius record. Oh, you know what, guys? Mark Joseph Bennett. Now, immediately, immediately I will go into something I regret because why not? This is my life. I, I got to announce. I, sh- I should have started with my announcement. The CD. The CD. Do people make compact discs anymore? My album. My album has dropped like Drake would say. It has drizzled. My a- my azzle has drizzled. Is it? It's Drake, right, that does the izzle? I think it's uh, Drake or Snoop Dogg or one of them. Jay-Z? Who started the izzle? Anyway, my izzle is drizzled. I, uh, my comedy album is finally out. You know, I tell you what, guys. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not proud of myself. In fact, I'm going to say that I'm proud of myself. Way to go, Mark. You guys can't see it, but I'm tapping myself on the back right now. Oh, my God. In my comfy sweater. Because I do a podcast comfy. I don't like to be all uncomfortable in the podcast. Unless somebody walks by my car window. Then I'm uncomfortable, but clothing-wise. Anyway, I got an album. I think that's the best way to say it. Because I've been saying to people I have a CD and they've been laughing at me. The kids, they're cruel. The kids are cruel. They just laugh. They're like, what, what, what's a CD? They know what a CD is, but they say what's a CD to drive the point home. And fuck you guys, you little shit stains. Uh, you people still use CDs, all right? You, some computers still have uh, a DVD ROM, a drive of some kind. My Prius. My Prius has a CD player. What do you got to say about that? 2010 Prius. That's, you know, that's fairly recent. I can play my own CD in my car. I actually can't. Uh, I will say it's available only digitally right now. I may print some CDs, but probably not. Because that costs money. And nobody wants them. So why pilot? You know, and then I got, I got a, I have a pile of CDs. In my apartment, and my apartment is like 850 square feet because if you're just new to the podcast, I live in Toronto, Canada. Toronto is a very metropolitan city. It's dense, has a lot of tall buildings. So a lot of people, they, they choose to live, choose and or are forced to live in uh, boxes in the sky. So that's where I am. And there's no room for boxes and boxes of CDs with my stupid face on them all over my apartment. There's barely enough room for our baby and our cat. So fuck that shit. I'm just all digital, right? So I should... Okay, it's called Bad Bones. Uh, Mark Bennett, Bad Bones. Just plug that shit into iTunes. You can... uh, It's on CD, baby. I I don't know. iTunes, guys. Do the iTunes. It's the easiest way to do it. I'll put it up on my website, but that means I have to change my website... And that's, you know, that right there is above my pay grade. I cannot afford to spend the time to do that on my own website. I just, and I can't, I'm not going to pay someone else to do it. So what I'm saying is, go to iTunes, and you don't have to, right? You guys know that I'm not insisting that you do that. But uh, you can, you feel free. I will try to find a way 
for you, my podcast listeners, because I haven't really released it yet. I'm, I hired a publicist, as some of you know, and uh, we're going to go do like a little press tour about this shit. And um, I'm going to announce it on my comedy club dates coming up in the new year. And I'm going to give it to Satellite Radio and let them play it. But you guys are really about the only people who know about it right now. Because I just, you know, I got approved and I got it released and it got published and they just told me about it. And then so if you just type in Mark Bennett, Bad Bones, you will find the CD. You can download it if you want. I will try. If you know what? If you want to pay for it and support me, you know what? Go right ahead. Who am I to tell you how to live your life? But if you don't want to pay for it and you're a podcast listener, just send me an email and um, through my website there, themarkbennett.com, and, uh, or SoundCloud maybe. I don't, I don't know. However you listen to this podcast, just get to me. Find a way to get to me and say, uh, give me your CD, and I will get it for you. I'm not exactly sure how. Because so far, to get it myself, I've had to pay for it. I had to pay myself to get my CD. So I don't know how I'm going to give it to you, but I'll figure it out. I'll get a coupon code or, or something, right? I, uh, there's got to be a way for me to download copies of my own CD for free, right? Maybe there isn't. Anyway, look, uh, for, the, for the first X number of people, who give me a shout. You guys, I will I will do my best to get you this CD for free. Hey, you know what? If you're on iTunes, if you're on that Apple Music, whatever that's called, uh, where they, you know, you pay the subscription for the Apple Music, and you can get it there, and probably the Google, because I think, I didn't check, but I think I'm on the Google, the Google one too. The Google Play, is that what it's called? And uh, the other ones, the other streaming, sir, I think I'm everywhere. Guys, you can't get away from me. So just what you want to do is uh, if you have any of those subscription services, just look me up. Mark Bennett, Bad Bones. Have you heard the CD name enough? It's about my shitty bones, guys. Huh? Because I, I have osteoporosis. For new listeners of the podcast, I uh, go into a little bit about it on the CD, but really I've talked about it more here on the podcast, really. So if you really want to know about my uh, bone condition, just go back and listen to all the episodes of this fucking thing. And yeah, so if you have a subscription service, you can just go right to it. Just start listening away. Just listen to it on a loop. Guys, just just get the plays way up there. And if you don't mind, leave a five-star review. If you want to leave a review and it's not five stars, don't bother. Don't even bother, guys. I don't need to hear your, your you know, judgment. It's like, oh, I give it a three. He's no, you know, Bill Burr or John Mulaney. If you don't think I'm one of those guys, then just, you know, it's like, it's like your mother says. You know, if you, got, if you got nothing nice to say, you shut your fucking mouth. Okay? You shut your goddamn trapper. I don't know. It's, it's sort of exciting. You know, uh, and it and and I'm me. I'm trying to take off my sweater as I'm talking here. My comfy sweater has turned into an albatross of heat. God damn it! Get this hot sweater off me. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. The crisis is averted. 
I am listening to myself in my earphones, and you know what? I'm toughing it out, okay? I am going to subject myself to what you guys are listening to. I want. I was thinking about, I'll get right back to the CD in a second. I was thinking about the earphones. Let me tell you something. The headphones, if you ever want a deal, like it'd be Black Fridays, Cyber Mondays, Boxing Day, shit like that, headphones, those are the things that really go on sale. That's about all I can find, headphones and those Bluetooth speakers. They throw those things out like candy during those specials, you know, uh, those special days. But nothing else. I really don't, I don't know if the Black Fridays and the Mondays and the whatnots are really any kind of deals. Because I follow prices all year. I am a miserly cunt. Everybody. Sorry about the language. I promised myself I'd clean it up. Uh, but clearly I won't. I follow prices all year long. And, like, they'll be saying, hey, there's this sharp 65-inch television. It's only $12.99 down from 2600 You know, and then, but... If you watch the rest of the year, it's like twelve ninety nine. You just—it's like they—they they make it expensive for a few minutes, or they say that's the regular retail price, but they never actually charge the regular retail price. I don't know. Maybe I'm cynical. All I'm saying, guys, is write it down. All right, pick some items you want, write down their regular prices, watch them throughout the year. You know, if you got that kind of time, sometimes you need something. You're like, ah, I got, I'm going on a, a long plane trip, a 15-hour plane trip to Argentina, and I need the Bose wireless head, noise-canceling headphones so I don't hear my baby, my own baby scream. I'll be comfortable while the rest of the plane is really upset, and you think, I, I need those, so you have to buy them full price. But I tell you what, you feel like a real jerk-off when you do that, and then on Black Friday, it's $200 off the Bose. I tell you. I don't know. Headphones, speakers, they seem to be the only good deal. What was it? What was I talking about? I was talking about my CD. Um, I said I'd get back to it. Com- completely, I've completely lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. I was saying I'm filled with regret, as per usual. What happens is with me, and I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to do it this time, guys. I, here's my vow from me to you. People who I will give the CD to for free if you contact me. Um, to a point, right? I have a fair amount of listeners. So if like everybody contacts me, I'll just, I'll just cut it off at some point. Let's just say, I hate this phrase, first come, first served. I don't know what about it. I don't like. I think when I found out it was served with a D, it just, I don't know. First come, first serve. That didn't sound so bad to me, even though it was grammatically incorrect. But when people, people are really enunciating it these days, I find. First come, first served. No. Anyway. Fuck it. I'll give you the CD. I don't give a shit. If I can. I really don't know if I can. I'm not a smart man. So, uh, the regret that I am not filled with. Okay, because I'm not going, I'm not going down this road this time. Is that I just did the CD now, guys? I'm what, like a 16 year veteran of the comedy scene? My God, like I've been amazing for years. No, I'm not, you know. But I, I, I have been a professional comic who has had enough material for CDs for many years. And I just kept promising I'd do it. I recorded them. Don't get me wrong. I've recorded them several times. Since I think I started recording them, I swear to Christ, back in 2007. 
honestly. And uh, now I, I really shouldn't have put those ones out, 2007, because you're pretty green back then. I had been doing comedy, what, uh, like four or five years? I don't know. I don't know if you'd be throwing out a CD then. You'd have to be, you got to be something pretty good to be doing that. And then who knows? Who knows? Maybe it would have been good enough. I doubt it. But at a few years ago, five years ago, I should have at least had one out. And here's why. Here's why. Because you get that one out of the way, you know, and then you, you just, your brain goes, hey, let's move on. You know, let's do more material. You, you feel jazzed up about, about having a brand new act. You see, here's the thing. When you're not famous, right, uh, you can just do a lot of your act for years and years and years because you show up to a comedy club or a corporate event or a theater show. No one's ever heard of you. They don't know your material. You know, there's been a little bit of it on TV, maybe. So you can do whatever you want. So you can pick the best jokes you've written over the last decade, and nobody knows the fucking difference, as long as they're not dated. You know, you don't want to get up there with your uh, your Jean Chrétien rant. You know, that's uh, for those who don't know, that's the Prime Minister of Canada. He was like five Prime Ministers ago. And I say him specifically because... My first ever big closing joke was about Jean Chrétien, and I kept it around as long as I could. I'm not, I'm not here to lie to you. I stretched that shit out till the point where a couple of comics are like, hey, man, I think that guy's 900 by now. We, we've had, like, different prime ministers. I'm like, fair enough. Fair enough. Let's get, let's get rid of it. But, yeah, my point is, if you have jokes that aren't... Uh, related to a specific date. You can just keep on doing them and there's no real reason to stop. Because, you know, why? They're making people laugh and clap and I'm doing my job. People are walking away going, that was the greatest show I've ever seen. You know? No, but they're walking away going, that was great. That was good. We really like that guy. And we'll forget him in one second. But we liked him tonight. Then, you know, there's no real impetus. I like that word impetus there's no real impetus to uh move on but once you get the cd done the album i'm sorry kids the album the collection of streamable singles that are wrapped together with a title do people even do albums anymore do people come out with a full thing or do they just have 30 seconds of a thing show it up on youtube and go that's my new uh, digital Spin, my new digital spin. I bet that I bet that's what they call it. Little bastards. There's the new digital spin by Drake. It's half a second long, and it's the most lucrative single of all time. So yeah, you get to move on. That's why I always I always feel like, you know, once I do something, and this is a problem of mine. It's a problem of mine. One time I got a TV commercial. It was my first ever TV commercial, and um, my roommate at the time, he's a good guy, he was saying, uh, congratulations, man. And then I said, uh, it's about fucking time. I've been auditioning for like a, a year now, and I never, and this is my first commercial. And he was like, well, that's a great attitude. He said, I was going to smoke some cigars with you and celebrate tonight, but I don't want to do that now. And you know what? He was right. You know, be, don't be like that. And just because... Just because you think to yourself, hey, maybe I should have had an album a while ago. 
And maybe I'd be further along in my career if I fucking kept my shit together a little bit better. That is, that's a dumb way to think. Don't be dumb, Mark. Be happy. I got a CD? No, an album. <laughs> Fuck, I can't get that out of my head. Guys, I got an 8-track. It's uh, my newest 8-track. Just came out and it's Sam the Record Man. There are, there are teenagers listening to this going, what? What are any of those words? And then there's people my age going, oh, I miss those words. I tell you what, I don't know who I was talking to. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I was talking to uh, Emmanuel. Um, we were staying. He was the guy I stayed with in Argentina. Um, well, him and his wife and their baby. And me and my wife and our baby, we stayed there. And he, this, man, this man used to be in a band. He's a good guitar player and a singer. And he, uh, he, we were talking about music. And he said he missed the days of going buying uh, a compact disc. You know? Because you thought about it. You know, you did a little, you did a little research. Like he said, it was a big deal. It was a, it was a big investment, 20 bucks. And like, you know, I'm almost 40. So inflation, 20 bucks, that's like $3,000. Like you literally $20 and often plus tax to put down on an album, you know, 20, 25 years ago. That was a, that was a fair amount of money. That'd be It'd be like, my, I think, I don't know a lot about inflation, but I'm pretty sure it'd be like throwing down about 30 bucks right now for an album. And almost nobody would do that as far as I can tell in this generation. They would buy the singles, they would stream it, they would steal it, um, or they, you know, would, um, you know, buy it, even if they bought it on iTunes, the full album is like $9.99. That's, the, which is also the price of Bad Bones, ladies and gentlemen, $9.99. Not my choice. Uh, iTunes just makes all the albums $9.99 by default, I think. Anyway, they didn't give me an option. Nobody gave me an option. They were just like, yeah, Mark, we're charging this for your CD. All of the guys. All of the big ones. I was like, okay, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you're selling it. I appreciate it. I said CD again, didn't I? Anywho, Emmanuel was saying, like, it's just... You, you thought about it. You made sure. You, you went and you bought Radiohead because you knew they weren't going to fuck you over. They weren't going to be like, uh, have one, like, like the Spin Doctors and go have one hit, two princes. You got that song yet? Princess, Prince, who adore you. Just go ahead now. The rest of the album is a piece of shit you won't listen to. At least I, I think. I apologize to the Spin Doctors if that album was great. As far as I know, they were a one-hit wonder. Okay? And uh, Radiohead, you're going to buy that CD. You're going to buy OK Computer. You ain't going to regret that shit. So you, you paid attention. Like, my first CDs, listen. Just listen to the list of some of my first CDs. Okay, Michael Jackson, um, Black or White. I, now, not me. It was given to me. It was just, I have to mention it. It was my first CD, and I enjoyed it. I'm not going to sit around and say that, that the king of pop didn't have, you know, some good songs. But, let's, okay, let, but CDs I purchased, ones I went out and, and spent my money on. Listen to this. I got Metallica, the Black Album, Nirvana, Nevermind, 
Pearl Jam, 10, uh, Radiohead, OK Computer. That They were amongst, if they were not in a row, the first four CDs I bought, it was very, very close. Like, and that's, because that's the type of research you had to do. You had to figure out, no internet, everybody, when I was doing this. You just, you have to pay attention. And now it's just, there's just so much manual saying, it's like, it's hard to even know what the good music is today, because there's just, it's everywhere, there's so much, and there's no, what, what the music industry has really lost with all of the streaming and the stealing and, uh, and all that is satellite radios is that record companies are no longer like really pushing because record companies are pretty much dead. So they don't really spend advertising money to push particular artists, you know? So you, you know, you know, a few, you know, your Taylor Swift's and your Drake's and your Justin Bieber's and stuff like that. But you don't get to know, you don't get to see like who they think is the next big rock and roll band. You know, it's kind of just a smorgasbord. Unless you're talking about the top like five money makers, unless there, there there's a Dell happening, you know, who gets pushed down your throat like a son of a bitch, you you really can't get a handle on uh, who would be a good band to listen to. And so we've lost all of that. And that's why, like, that's why I'm telling you about my CD. Guys. My album is out. It's called Bad Bones. And, um, you know, the record company's not going to promote it. Oh, fucking those record companies. You know, they're only they're only promoting this goddamn Eminem. And uh, I am literally trying to name popular musicians right now. And I since I already said Drake and Taylor Swift. I'm at a loss. Usher. Ooh. Oh, I got him. Blake Shelton. How about that? Keith Urban. Oh, they'll push the shit out of those guys. Fucking country music. Jesus Christ, taking over the world. I've been bleating on about them on this goddamn podcast long enough, so I'm going to stop. But yeah, nobody's going to be promoting me. Well, that's that's not true. That's not true. I am going to get promoted uh, by a publicist. And... We got a fucking, so, uh, let me tell you something. It's not easy, all right? It's not easy for me to do this shit, to promote myself. Like, I don't mind telling you guys I got an album because that's my act, you know? If, and if you, don't think, if you don't think that's any good, then what the hell are you doing comedy? But the other shit that comes with it, fuck sakes. Like, even the recording of the album and putting it out, obviously I was dragging my feet on that for years. But now, you know, you got a product, so you have to go out and let people know about it. And so I have to do the publicist thing. And on Tuesday, we're going to take some pictures and just, oh, I'm putting together a wardrobe. You know, I'm trying to get a three-piece suit with a bow tie. And I'm trying to get, like, a regular suit uh, with, with straight ties and then some, some urban wear. The photographer said some fucking urban wear. I don't know what that means. I guess I got it. I'm one of the Beastie Boys now. And I, uh, they're going to take some pictures. But see, with urban wear, they're going to take some pictures outside. Same, same with the suits and all that shit. It is Canada. And it is December. What the fuck date is it? December 10th right now. Oh, my baby is uh, 16 months old today. I'll talk about him in a minute. He got a haircut. First ever haircut. I'll talk about that in a second. 
But uh, so on December 12th, I'm going to be going out to take pictures outside. It is minus 12. It is a minus 12 on December 12th. And um, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But what I like less than that is the publicity. You know, and I know it's a weird thing, but I think that a lot of, uh, I almost call myself an artist. A lot of artists are, guys, I'm such an artist, you know? No, but a lot of people who try to do this type of shit, they want to do music, they want to do paintings, they want to do comedy, you know, artists. But, But not the, especially comedians, where we're cynical sons of bitches, you know? We're satirical by nature, guys. So to have that cynical edge of what it, of that type of personality of to become a comedian and and then to try to uh, play the game of uh, everybody look at me, I want to be a star. Very difficult, I find. And I think, and a lot of comedians find the same thing. The good ones, anyway. A lot of the bad ones, they don't mind promoing the shit out of themselves. They're like sociopaths, probably are sociopaths, walking around going, oh, yeah, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest. Book me for your event. Give me $30,000 for one show. It'll be great. I'll, I'll kill. I always kill. Then they go do the show, and they fucking bomb. And then they go, aren't you happy you booked me because I killed? Didn't I kill like I told you? And then the bookers are like, no, as you did terribly. No, I didn't. I did great. Now, who else is going to book me for $40,000? I kill every time. And then, like, the guys like me, you know, I just, I really want to do a good job. I really want to be good. I really want to connect with people and uh, and tell my stupid jokes, you know. But I, I can't just shamelessly promote myself. I'm full of doubt, you know. Who isn't full of doubt except for those goddamn psychos? Oh, man, sometimes you just wish, right? You just wish you could be a psycho. You can do whatever you want. Anyway, I got to do pictures. I got to do pictures, and the pictures will then be used. That's the problem. Is that, A, I don't want to go out and get the flu in minus 12 with no fucking jacket on. Standing, I told her my face is going to get red. She goes, oh, your face gets red in the cold? I'm like, yes! I'm a white person with Irish-English blood. And you're sending me out into minus 12 degrees with no jacket on. Of course my face is going to get red. Am I impervious to cold? Am I a seal? Honest to fuck. And she was like, oh, they can Photoshop that out. I'm like, oh, can they? I'm going to have a pile of publicity photos with me with a fucking Rudolph the Red Nose. Just cheeks all swollen up, eyes just glistening glossed over with ice. You know what? You know that look where people they get the watery eyes and the red cheeks and the red nose and their chin looks all sore. That oh, those, are, those are some great promo photos, buddy. Oh, I can't wait to buy that album. Look at this guy. He looks like he's in pain. Let's buy the album out of pity. I'd take it. I'd fucking take it. I don't care. It's not, and that's the thing, it's not about the money, all right? And if you buy the album, I do appreciate the money. It's just, 
I, as far as I can gather, albums don't garner a good amount of money for anybody. You know, it's really about the streaming services, and it's about the um, the promotion of you as an entertainer. You know, that's the way I look at it. So, if more people listen to it, and more people figure out who you are, and they want to come to see your shows, and then it gets play on satellite radio, and people request your bits, you know, and they want to hear your CD, and blah, 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 then, you know, you'll make some money then, for sure. And then maybe you set up a merchandising channel, you know, you sell some t-shirts and some mugs. Guys, the Bad Bones mugs will be coming out next month, I guarantee. No, I'm not fucking doing any of that. I would. I would do that. I don't mind doing that. And I'll tell you why the merchandise wouldn't bother me so much. I'm not putting any out. Don't get me wrong. Not anytime soon. But I like, well, comedians I like, I have purchased things from them, merchandise, because I want a memento. Like I, I had a Brian Regan coffee cup, which was a, my best fucking coffee cup. It was so solid. It lasted for 10 years. Oh, and it finally broke. I dropped it off the fucking sink. Last year, oh, I was so pissed off. And that thing, oh, I even went back to his website to buy more mugs, but he doesn't sell mugs anymore. You know, sometimes people want a poster or they want a T-shirt. They want something, you know, so I don't mind that. I'm not going to do that. The part I mind, which I still have not gotten to, is is that it's just the, the interviews, you know. You got to go on the breakfast television or whatever kind of talk show talk about how awesome you are and you don't really i guess have to talk about how awesome you are but they don't really know you like more radio disc jockeys they don't know who you are and even if they do they barely know who you are uh the tv people don't so they all get a breakdown you know so they get they get your publicist's little fucking bio and breakdown where they talk about how amazing you are. And then they try to kind of set you up to say your bits. Hey, so your father, uh, you were saying that your father's a little quirky? Is that, is that the case? Your father's a little quirky? Oh, yeah, yeah, cancer. He's got one leg because he lost his leg with uh, cancer. Is that good for morning television? Can we, um, can we talk about that? No? I mean, that's the thing, right? You're a comedian. You're not really suited for daytime talk shows. Hey, guys, it's Regis and Kathy Lee or whoever the new fucking people are. Uh, what, what's her name? Kelly Ripa and uh, whoever. I don't even know her co-host at this point. Seriously. It's somebody. But that, you know, like that you can't get Jim Jeffries on live with Kelly Ripa and her daughter or whoever the fuck she's putting on these days. You know, it just it doesn't doesn't go together. But you need to do it. People need to figure out who you are. And so it's all it's this it's this tug of war between I'm not I don't want to call it integrity, because it's not. Not integrity, but a tug of war between stuff that you would probably make fun of and um yet using them to try to get people to know who you are. I don't know. I guess I got to be a little less judgy. You know, these shows, if they're kind enough to have you on, you should go on them. It's just that they want it to be happy and blah. Hey, let's talk about 
happiness and, and sunshine and rainbows and let's let's tell some laugh em ups, eh? Let's get let's get it going in the morning. We just did a segment on Zumba and now we have comedian Mark Bennett. He's up here to talk about his seedy bad bones. Hey, why'd you call it bad bones? Well, you see, I have a debilitating bone disease. And um, it, the jokes I, I talk about is what I do is I say that it really is a disease that often affects older ladies. And because of that, they treated me like I was a lady at the hospital. And I was saying, well, you want to measure my dick, right? Because, because it's so small, you probably think it's an enlarged clitoris, right? Yeah, it's... Is that good for your morning talk show? Can we? So that's why I call the CD Bad Bones. What? We've been off the air for three minutes? Oh, okay. I see. So what are you going to do? But you got to play the game. You know, you got to play the fucking game. And you do. If you don't, you're stupid. Don't do, don't do it. Don't be in entertainment if you aren't willing to stand up and say to people, please like me. Um, Can I come on your show to ask people to like me? What's the point of doing it if you're not trying to connect with people? It makes no sense. It'd be like if you were an author. Like if If you were a true artist, let's say. You would make a painting, if you were a painter, and then you would look at it and go, I have accomplished what I set out to do, and then you burn that painting. That would be pretty much, I think, the purest form of art. You're an author, you sit down, you slave for three years, you write a novel, and then uh, you go, yep, good enough, and burn it. But nobody does that, because that's not the point of art. The point of art is to have a shared human experience. Guys, I'm putting that on a fucking pillow. Point of art, shared human experience. That's my opinion. You know, you get get a, to elicit a feeling, a reaction, a conversation, something. Otherwise, why are we doing this? You know, and some people are doing it just because they have like a big hole in their soul. Now we all, don't get me wrong, we all have holes in our souls. But some are worse than others. Some it's just that vacuous, I just want everyone to know how special I am. I want to be rich. I want to be famous. I want to bang models. And uh, that's it. I have no notion of trying to improve the world or, you know, speak to people on any kind of human level I just, me, me, me. I'm a greedy son of a bitch. There are loads of those people. I call them actors. No, I'm kidding, actors out there. There's lots, of, there's lots of actors who are also trying to do what I do. They're trying to tell stories. They're trying to, you know, have some kind of connect. But then there, there are other actors who are simply, that's it. They're just born wrong, and they just need constant validation from everyone in the most vapid, vacuous way, you know? Like a Kim Kardashian. And Kim, I know you're probably a big fan of the podcast, all right? Now, I apologize for singling you out. But like a, someone like a Kim Kardashian, I mean, that to me, there's, there's really nothing, there's nothing artistic behind whatever she does. She's just a, a personality. So... 
there you go. If you believe in what you're doing and you believe in the product, you should, you have to go out and do these things. But it's not easy because, like, they're all a bit of a performance. You all, you want, you don't want to get on the morning talk show and not be funny, right? And not be animated and not be what, like, you, you want their audience to, to like you and to identify with you. But at the same time, as I was telling you, it's not really in your wheelhouse. So it creates a little anxiety. You know, what if you don't do a good job? So there's that part of it. Then there's the other part of like, I don't really, this isn't what I like to do. And so then there's, there's that. You're, you're, and you're, per, what you choose comedy often because you're just, you're just too cynical to do anything else. And now all of a sudden you're diving into a world that's, you know, so far from what you thought you'd be doing. You know, trying to be all perky on morning television. But you know, how is anyone else going to know about you? What you do, what you do, Mark, is you, you paint a smile on your face and you legitimately, I think, guys, gratitude, all right, to use some of the vernacular of all these fucking gurus around with their motivational goddamn posters and seminars and whatever. You should. If you, if you approach it with a, um, an eye for gratitude, I think you're going to be a lot better off. If some lady in, in her smart pants business suit is going to smile at you with her spackled-on makeup, Asking you about your comedy album. She has you on her show. You know what? Thank her. That is... She doesn't have to do that. The producers didn't have to book you. You know? Sure, you're doing... They're not just totally doing you a favor. You're an entertainer who is providing a segment for them. So you are giving them some value. And if you do a good job, you're giving them a great value. But it's still... You should appreciate it. And you should appreciate that the publicist that I have hired is working hard for you. Sure, you've hired them and you're giving them money, but they're doing their job, I think. I suppose you don't have to be grateful if they don't do a good job. But my publicist, she seems to, she's a friend of Sarah's, as some of you know from the podcast past. So she's kind of, she really reduced her rate. She works with, you know, better people than me. No comedians, though. I'm the first comedian she has. So it's kind of exciting, kind of terrifying. Because neither of us know what to do with me. <laughs> we, don't have a, we don't have a fucking clue. But what we do know is that I have a product right now. That's what you need, man. When you go marketing yourself, I'm just going to see how much time we did. Oh, my God, 39 minutes. Guys, I've been yammering on. About this fucking CD for 39 minutes. Jesus Christ. No wonder. No wonder the word on me is that, oh, Mark can talk. That's what my friends say. They say it, they say it good-naturedly, you know. They're saying if there's ever a lull, you just uh, give Mark a nod, and he'll fill the space. Party going bad? Hey, Mark, do you mind talking for 60 straight minutes? No, I do not. Let me get started. 
So yeah, I'm gonna. This publicist lady is gonna she's gonna take me around. We're gonna do those fucking pictures. I don't know. A lot of it. Let's face it, guys. A lot of it is self doubt. A lot of it is just. I wish I was one of those people who was so sure that what you're doing is good. But, you know, it's subjective. Partly it's subjective. Not totally. I hate when people say entertainment, art, and stuff is totally subjective. It's just, it's in the eye of the beholder. No. No, it isn't. You know? A Mozart symphony is better than a, a fucking Britney Spears song. And that is not a matter of opinion. No. That's not a... No. There is enough... Uh, just scientific proof. There's enough musical theory out there that has been established. There's enough actual information about how music can and should be done and how, what it takes to do music and the complexities of music and melodies and tempo. And uh, you guys know music. There's a, you can't just say, well, it's a matter of opinion. I like Britney Spears and you like Mozart. What's the big deal? One of them is not better than the other one. Yes, it is. And that's why I'm not saying that my CD is totally subjective. I These are well-crafted jokes, in my opinion, but also judging by the evidence I've had for many years. I'm, am I saying they're as good as, uh, I was about to say Louis C.K., but he's dead to us now when we can't mention his name. Are they as good as uh, Jim Jeffries? He's, he still hasn't been accused of anything, right? Is it as good as a Jim Jeffries CD? I'm not going to say that. Certainly I will not. So if you were to say subjectively, in my opinion, I think Jim Jeffries is much better than you. I go, all right, sounds good to me. But to say like, hey, this is just, this. your CD is not as good as a four-year-old blabbing for an hour. Actually, I wouldn't mind hearing that. Let's say um, a 16-year-old dude talking about uh, shoes. Your CD is no better than that. I think that's wrong. You know, I spent I spent some time honing honing my craft. That guy just talked about shoes for 60 minutes. That was a bad example. <laughs> I, I, I grant you. But, um, yeah, CD's out. Go find it. Now I, I will talk about my son. Who I do, who who I do it all for, guys. This is all for my son who turned sixteen months today. It's really not, of course. Don't be. You can't be one of those guys who just pretends everything is for their kid. No, I was doing this long before I had a kid. But I'll say it does change. It changes things. You do. You do feel more focused. You want. You want to put in a better effort. You want to have something to show for yourself. You want to be a good example. You want to stand up and say, "Look, son." I can do some stuff, and you can do some stuff. And don't get so self-conscious that you can't get on the television show in the morning and look at that lady in the face and say that you're funny. You can do it, son. They all look like realtors to me, the people on the TV. But anyway, 16 months today, got his first haircut, and it's a long time coming. He, We're going to find out now. What happens? Everywhere we go, Jesus Christ. He's like, oh, it's a girl. How old is she? 
No, it's a boy. It's Sam. Oh, and, and she's uh, 16 months old. I just said it was a boy. Like, he'll literally be wearing clothes that say, Daddy's big guy. This I'm not making this up. I was at a uh, church because they hold every fucking like, drop-in daycare center is at a goddamn church these days. The minister came down to talk to me. She said, oh, I like to come down because it's organized by all these moms. And um, this minister comes down, and it's a lady. So, you know, this is a progressive church. And uh, she was saying, um, hey, I just like to come down sometimes and mingle with the parents and see what's going on. She was like, oh, I see a dad, says to me, right? She goes, oh, that, I think there's two here today. Wow. And I was like, you know what? For a lady minister, maybe you should just stop making assumptions like that. You know, I, I, did, I, did I say to her, hey, look, oh, look at this. You got a collar on and a vagina, what's happening here? They let you stand up in front of the congregation. What a surprise. I didn't say that. I saw a lady minister, nothing in my head other than, well, there's a minister, right? Because I'm not a judgy son of a bitch. But this lady, ironically, says to me, oh, don't I can't believe there's two dads here. Hey, go fuck yourself. How about that? And then and if you're coming down to recruit for your church, which is, let's face it, that's what you're doing, why else are you talking to me? Maybe you should open up with a little uh, something else, you know? Anyway, I'm at the church and uh, doing the drop-in. And this uh, lady, a nanny of another baby, she comes up. She says, oh, uh, what's her name? I said, Sam, uh, it's a boy. And she goes, oh, how old is she? And I was like, and that accent, I don't know what accent I'm doing. And I'm not going to name where, what part of the world she's from because that would just make what I said offensive. So let's just say she's uh, Canadian. And um, she said, uh, oh, uh, how old is she? And I said, well, it's Samuel. He's a boy and he's 16 months old. She goes, oh, oh, my God, he looks like a girl. It's like, what? Hey, even if you thought, like, how do you think that's a good thing to say? Maybe, like... Best case scenario, I don't give a shit. Best case scenario. So, and then she was like, it's the long curly hair. I'm like, okay, enough already. Fuck's sakes. But yeah, he has like, the back of his hair kind of is long and curly. He looks like an angel from those fucking old religious paintings. You know what I mean? And I don't mean that in a, he, he's a little angel. But he just, that's what he looks like. The cherubs, is that what they're called? That's what he looks like. And he's got like the curly like blondish hair coming out long on the back so we're like uh, fuck it we are cutting this goddamn hair now i'm taking him to every drop-in center tomorrow and i'm walking him around in a pink t-shirt and just to see if the short haircut makes a difference and see what everybody says and he looks god damn it at first when he got his hair cut i was like oh i miss the old hair he had he had this crazy like christopher lloyd from back to the future look to him like oh but and it was, it was adorable. But then when he got all his hair cut off, he looked all neat. And at first I'm like, oh, I missed the old hair. But after a few minutes, I'm like, oh, my God. Now he looks like he belongs on a, like a television commercial about Pampers. He's so fucking adorable now. Jesus. He was always adorable. But now, and so here's the thing is that now with the short hair, I bet nobody calls him a girl. Let's find out. If they do, I'll probably be doubly pissed. Probably doubly pissed. 
My wife was saying that. She was like, oh, we should put him in commercials and stuff. I was like, yeah. Then he can become one of these fucking Kim Kardashian types. You know, just famous for being famous. Hey, hey, he'll be 30 years old. Aren't you that baby? Aren't you that famous baby? And he'll be like, yeah, shut up. I'm trying to do my heroin. Shut your fucking mouth. My parents shouldn't have put me in this. My dad had integrity. He was on all those morning talk shows, selling his soul, hawking his CD. Oh, man. No, not going down that road. Gratitude, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of gratitude, thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. You guys give me a lovely outlet. I can yammer on. I can say what I want here. I'll go on these stupid shows, not stupid shows, these these shows that are kind enough to have me on, and I'll go on and I'll I'll be, you know, stiff upper lip, trying to have a great time. But here, here is where I can really be myself. And I thank you for it. So uh, like I said, seriously, give me a give me a shout and I'll uh, try to get you the CD. And uh, if you want to buy it, go fucking ahead. Mark Bennett. Bad Bones. Did I mention the title of the CD? It's Bad Bones. Mark Joseph Bennett saying goodnight once again. Thanks for listening. I said shut up. Goodbye.